Hey, Crystal. Hi, Monica. How are you doing? It's good. Happy Monday. Happy Monday to you. I mean, it's a motherful Monday. I'm already so excited. (laughs) Full of crime each day. Don't we love it? Well, I feel like your days are always full of crime and my days are always full of mothers. So a little bit of both. I love it. Yeah, we can marry our worlds here. And I think that's huge with it. Like it's two different perspectives on a lot of the same interests, which will be really fun to kind of dive into. Yeah, I do think that's going to make this just a little bit different, which is nice because there are a lot of true crime podcasts already. But I think we have some interesting takes on things and some niche topics that we're going to talk about that I haven't heard in other places. I I agree. And it's always like perspectives of the overall case. And a lot of the true crime that we hear about has to do with like the men leading groups and organizations. It's not about the women that are either involved and how that affects them and their children, which I think is something that's definitely not talked about enough. I definitely agree. I think that there's a lot of weird assumptions and misconceptions about motherhood and women in general and what it means to be a mom, what it means to be a person. And like, we just have these archetypes in our minds. And I think that's what, to me anyway, made shows like Deadly Women very interesting and different than other true crime shows because it's a focus on women and it just, it shows different motivations, but also very similar ones. Yeah, no, I agree. And like, you have the idea of like, all women will be great mothers. And I think that's something in society that when your little kid gets lost, who do you tell them to go find? If they can't find a teacher or policeman, you tell them to go find a female. And unfortunately, that's like not always the best case. And it's something that like society overall just doesn't want to recognize that that's a huge problem. Oh, I totally agree. And I think that it's very easy from where I'm sitting right now to say that women commit so many less crimes than men and women don't do this and women don't do that. But I also think that crimes are reported and dealt with differently when it's a woman versus a man. So it's really hard to really make these categorical statements when we don't have actual numbers. And I think that's maybe a societal thing. Yeah, no. And one thing I think we'll get into further down in the podcast is the different criminological theories that apply to things like that. So you have the chivalry hypothesis, which when like a woman is accused of a crime and sentenced, they're going to get a lesser punishment than if a man did the same exact thing. Yeah, or I think that's so interesting. Yeah, and it's something that people don't talk about. And we have certain crimes that are just underreported because if it's, say, male victim not wanting to admit that they were a victim of a woman or a woman just could never possibly be capable of that. So this report rates and the incident-based reporting is all really low when it comes to women. Right. And I think that women are interesting on their own and all of our behavior and crimes are maybe not all just to put back on a man. And maybe that's the case sometimes. And I think that would also be interesting to talk about, like when women do participate for the benefit of men or at the bequest of men, because I think that that's also an interesting misunderstood archetype. There's a lot of crimes where it's there people are doing them together. There's a leader or it's a partnership, but that'll affect how it's perceived and sentencing. 
that's definitely true in the drug world, but I think that's true in a lot of things. Oh, I totally agree. Because you have everything from like the super famous Bonnie and Clyde who did everything together. But then you have like the more modern ones like Nexium, which had a male founder leader, but then he had all women running his organization. So they all kind of had that interconnection. So I think things have also gotten more complicated as years have gone on. And I don't want to say that we have you know, a special interest in cults or in sex offenders or any any of these things. I think it makes me sound a little creepy, but I definitely do. And I definitely want to discuss those things. And I think that there's been a bunch of recent documentaries, at least about cults run by women. And it's just so different than cults run by men. But there's also a lot of similarities. It's just like it's a new twist on something that I've always really enjoyed. So absolutely. My you and me both have the creepiest search histories, if anyone mm-hmm. knows. Well, that's why we have to start this, because I need to justify my search history. Absolutely. So when the FBI comes knocking, we'll have an excuse. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you already have an excuse, but I need an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think also like just expanding on some other things we'll talk about throughout the podcast are not only like the organizational ones, like the cults and Mm -hmm. things like that you had mentioned, but also those individual cases where could be new in the media or just something really different where you have parents hurting their children or just neglecting them or inappropriate relationships with teachers. And I think the world of women in crime that is so much bigger than people kind of start to think about. Well, I definitely would love to talk about teachers and sex offenders and women criminals and things like that, definitely. I also think there's a lot of new information that's going to come out that has been coming out about influencers and the impacts that they're having on their kids. And I think that sometimes it becomes criminal and sometimes it becomes abusive. And those are things usually spearheaded by women. That's who dominates most of those spaces. So I know that there was a recent case where there's a mommy blogger who teaches parenting classes that got arrested for child abuse. And I think it's an ongoing case, but I think that would be interesting to dive into. It's kind of a new crime. That is really interesting. And I think that'd be really cool to look more at when you're comparing it to, that's like you said, that's such a gender specific group. You don't really hear men in that space. Mm-hmm. So it'll be really interesting to kind of follow that case and like try and find one similar to it that we yeah. can talk about. Well, I feel like influencers do something for me that cults do, where it's kind of a similar phenomenon. And I find it very interesting. But it's also it's these very charismatic people a lot of the time, too. So it makes it more compelling to watch when everything blows up as well. Oh, but- yeah. And I mean, to bring a man into it, Mark Vicente, who was in a cult, his famous line is, nobody joins a cult, they join a good thing. Yeah. Which is totally exactly to do with that whole idea of the charismatic benefits of you don't expect it until it's too late. I always think about that. And I would like to think that I could not be talked into a cult, but I think given the right set of circumstances, I definitely could. Because like you said, people don't think that that's what they're joining. They think they're joining something else. And then three years later, realize it's a cult. Yeah, exactly. And like, I would wonder when we talk about like the influencers and moms and 
relationships like that is if they realize what's happening during it and if they're just ignoring it or mm-hmm. are they just not realizing what's happening until it's already happening? I think probably a mix of both. I think a lot of times you see what you want to see and what the people in charge of you want you to see until something happens that reveals some truth. Yeah. No, I think it's going to be really interesting. And do you have any specific ones that you absolutely know we're going to have going to have to talk about? Uh, Yes, (laughs) (laughs) I really do. I have a creepy little list of my favorite ladies, which is so sick. But it's also you get what I mean. They're and they're sensational for a reason. Like it's not like I've just picked these people like they are they've captured the minds of a lot of people for a lot of years, some of these people. Although I do have some that are maybe more eclectic, I would say. But I think that going through some old ones like Mary Kay Letourneau and Diane Downs and Patsy Ramsey and these kind of, Juanita Hoyt, like there are some of these original mothers of true crime that would be super interesting to discuss with you, with your knowledge and background and criminology. I feel like I could learn a lot and I'd be really interested to do that. But I also think we could talk about some new people. We could talk about maybe some people on reality TV who we feel are criminals. And, you know, these are just my opinions, but I feel like we could talk a bunch about some people on my favorite reality TV shows from TLC and MTV. There's some mothers that I've been watching my whole life that I would love to talk about. Yeah, no, I think that's really good point. And like having additional ones where motherhood plays such a role in their Mm -hmm. lives, where organizations and religious groups like the FLDS or any kind of polygamous group, for example, where motherhood is driven so hard into these people's heads. Yeah. Insights on how like the mother and the, how their body and affects them and their relationships with their children, bonding, how that can just drastically change a person's relationships outside of their life in an adult family. Definitely. Definitely. I think that there in these insular religious communities, a lot of times the only success a woman could have is through motherhood and producing children for their religion or whatever and raising them up to be what is needed. But I don't think that's necessarily healthy. And I don't know how that shakes out a lot of the time. But in the extreme versions that I see in documentaries and in memoirs, I feel like it does not work out a lot. And kids suffer a lot of abuse at the hands of their mothers. But there's also, you know, there's organizational crimes and women are playing a part in this. Mothers are playing a part. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think just kind of like you said, taking information from a multitude of sources from like what they publish on TV, if they're part of a reality show or a documentary that was put on where the individual talks about it themselves and their experience and maybe some journal articles and stuff like that and kind of bringing everything together to talk about each of our mothers that we're going to have and discuss yeah. I think will be really kind of interesting to see different viewpoints on how things are presented. Me too. And it's not that we have to ignore the other players, but I do think it's interesting for the purposes of what we're doing to really dissect 
the what we think was happening with the mother and all of the information that's available to us and just their side of what's going on. It's just a, it's a lens to look through. And some of it will be obvious, like where the mother is the main and only perpetrator. But sometimes it's that's not the case. And it's a group effort. And we could just kind of pare it down to talking about mom. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think it's something that is important to recognize. This is obviously everything from speculation, your and I's opinions for it, and just a collection of different parts. And hopefully we can make some interesting assumptions. But it's also probably assumptions maybe other people have made on their own. And just want that confirmation that someone else is thinking the same way, which I know I do. So (laughs) I definitely do. And I know that when I find a new case that I'm very interested in, I want to listen to multiple. If I can, I want to listen to different perspectives on it. If there's multiple documentaries, I'm going to watch all of them. If there's multiple podcasts, I'm going to listen to the ones I can listen to. And for any of these people, I would be interested in listening to a podcast about it. And I think that it's just, it's our discussions. It's our opinions. You're right. These are just, this is just what we think. Yeah. And it would be really cool to talk to them directly. I don't think we'll ever have that chance, but maybe one day you never know. (laughs) So Uh, start my prison pen pal. Ah, the dreams. (laughs) Dreams can come true. (laughs) Yeah. We'll start with some that we can't contact and then we'll see how it goes. (laughs) No, I think it'll be a lot of fun. I'm excited. Um, and we'll have to figure out what mother we will have first. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm so glad that we were able to talk about this. And I'm so, so excited. So I'm going to let you off here. And then we're going to do some research. And we're going to get this ready to release. Yay. All right. We'll see you mother criminals later. Bye. Bye.